0: Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley and with me is Derek Specht. Hey, hello. How was your Christmas, Derek? Oh, <laughs> you don't know yet. <laughs> we are actually recording this episode before Christmas. Obviously. Even though when you're listening to it, it is Boxing Day, the 26th. Yes. So we've passed. So just for, for uh, hoots and hollers... My Christmas was fantastic. Oh. I got everything I wanted and then some. How about you, Derek?
1: It was fantastic. Oh, it was Great awesome. Great time spent with the friends. How was the turkey dinner?
0: Turkey dinner was awesome. It's always oh, good. Oh, had to loosen your belt just to get up from the table so you didn't blow a couple of buttons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like every other year, buddy. Just like every yeah. other
1: year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sean tried to convince me to come over either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day to come record the episode. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> ah, pff, your family can get along without you. They've told me as much. Derek doesn't need to be here with for us. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. It's only Christmas. We don't need Derek <laughs> for that. He's already bought all the presents. Tell them, go to your house. Drink at your house. Last show of the year. Yes. And is
1: it the last? No, there's. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let me look at the calendar here. Maybe you so get an extra month in be your year. We're recording just before New Year's. Yeah, so this will be Jan- January 2nd, the next episode. Yeah. Yikes. Next episode's the first one of
0: the year. And we managed to get the last two little sips of Johnny Walker Black Label. Yes. Uh, out of this bottle. Good. So, stuff. two little shot glasses. Yeah. That's done. Yep. Finished it off. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. <laughs> we made that bottle last all year. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got it last Christmas. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we managed to make it last all Good year. Good timing,
1: yeah. Kind of like that, eh? A mm-hmm.
0: little bit here, a little bit there.
1: Takes ourselves. That's right.
0: So we got a couple of things to talk about this week. First thing we're going to talk about our favorite topics from our 2019 shows. This is just sort of a run through yeah. to say, hey, these, these are the things we enjoyed talking about. And yeah. Uh, starting way back, because we did episode 151 to this one's 202. So, what, 51? 51, 51, yeah. 50, 51 shows. <laughs> How can it not be 52? Because there's 52 year, months in a year or weeks in a year. 52 weeks in a year. Well, we should do 52 shows.
1: Yeah. Must be just the way it worked out. Mm. It's Thursdays, right? somebody's got a calculator, figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> Send us a memo. Let us know. <laughs> because like, yeah. for example, next week's, it's a full week, but next week is we're going to record. It, it would be, we we will record 52 episodes, but the 52nd will play next year. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's where it is. That's where the weirdness comes from.
0: Yeah. I think the weirdness happens when the month doesn't start on a, with a Thursday, the first week doesn't have a Thursday in it. Yeah. Yeah. Where this year or 2020 will have a Thursday in the first year. Yeah. Yeah. We figured that out. All right. (laughs) Well, I'm done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're mathematical geniuses.
0: (laughs) We're using the smarticle particles. Uh, yeah. So I just went back through a whole bunch of our, our episodes from the, this year uh, episode actually 151, we talked about winter camping in Mew Lake, Algonquin Park. Yeah, uh, that was good. That was fun. I enjoyed mm-hmm. doing the camping. Yes. Uh, a bit different than the regular canoe, canoe camping that we do. So that was a bit, bit different, but, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to talk about that and all our experiences going winter camping and, uh, Mew Lake, we do that a couple times a year. We do New Year's mm-hmm. and then the family day weekend in February. So that was pretty cool. That was good. Uh, what else? We talked about the insect populations crashing. Yes. Uh, they're thinking yeah. that the, yeah, the populations of insects are crashing. And once that starts, if it comes to
1: a certain point. Well, they're the big feeders, the, 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 the ecosystem and all the different levels. What do they call it? It's the, um, you know, like the, in the oceans, they get the smallest to the biggest. They all. Oh, the per- food chain. Yeah. The food chain. Yeah. So the insect population is a huge part of the food chain, right? Yeah. Huge, and uh, with that crashing, I mean, like so, the bird populations are crashing, mosquito populations are crashing. It's um, it it, it affects top to bottom, right? Yeah, the bees.
0: Yeah, well, that's a big one. They say once the bees are gone,
1: well, that's you know, nobody. They they have theories about what's going to happen, and there's a there's a good idea what's going to happen. Like when if the bee population does completely crash, it'll they'll have to come up with some method to manually pollinate trees yeah, because you're not going to get, um, like, you know, like apple crop, like apples and, and you, you name it. Like it's, it's, you know, top to bottom. It's like, it's incredible how much work the bees do for us.
0: Yeah. So the insect world is definitely, uh, they may be the smallest, but. Yeah. They, we got to keep them going. Kayaking the Great Loop with Steve ah, Char. Yes, that, that was I like cool. that
1: was a good episode. I, yeah. I like that one. It's it's neat to talk to people like that to uh, get their perspective on the hows and the whys that people do such epic trips. Yeah, and it's uh, his trip was was truly epic. It was an amazing trip. Well, and I have him here in the studio and actually yeah, go yeah, over it with yeah. us
0: and you know uh, the, the different th- the things he had to change just to make sure he could do the trip. Yep. Trip and mm-hmm. did over two seasons because of. Yeah, just unfortunately he had to. Uh, some of the things he saw, some of the things he experienced, and whatnot was really cool. Um, yeah, and just the epi- the the uh, different routes that he ended up having to yeah, take. Yeah, you know I w- that was neat. He definitely saw a lot of water, like different waters.
1: Yeah, like know? river systems and lakes and ocean and in, in the intercoastal waterways and yeah, it's uh, <laughs> and on. he only had a couple of bad. bad episodes out of everything. There's the one guy where he was, he just needed to get off the water and some whack job was like. Down in Florida there. Yeah. 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 Threatening him with a gun and it's like, oh dude. Yeah. (laughs) That was episode 153
0: if anybody Mm -hmm. wants to listen to that one. So yeah, that was pretty, uh, yeah, it was pretty neat to have him here and just chat about his entire trip. So Mm -hmm. then there's the weight we carry. The two guys carrying the canoes up to Everest base camp Mm -hmm. in support of mental health uh, in Nepal. So that was, that was neat to, to follow them and chat, you know, talk about what they're doing. And, and so, and the fact that they actually did it, they made it. Yeah. You know, they got up to the, the base camp and carrying a couple of, uh, custom um, built, custom built canoes. Yeah. Yeah. The skin on frames. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Magnetic North
1: moving. I've read more on that since we did that episode. It's, uh, it's really amazing what the, uh, how much we rely on Magnetic North being oh, yeah. stable. And there's, I've seen, uh, some published articles on, somebody found a petrified tree. Uh, and is there, there, there's, you could see the indication within the tree and they said, well, when that tree was growing, the Magnetic North Pole was, was changing at the time. And mm. they said the last time it changed, they, they through all the evidence of, of the, what they found is like, you know, for example, uh, magma or lava solidifying. If depending on the, with the magnetic north or what's going on, it'll set in the stone, right? So there's direct evidence. And they say that the last time it happened, however, I can't remember now how long ago, but they said it took a thousand years for it to, uh, f- flip and, and finish it off doing that, the magnetic north flip. And uh, so it takes a long time, right? It's not just overnight. Yeah. It's like a thousand years of, uh, of turmoil and what that would affect for us is we rely on that um, the uh, the magnetic shield to protect us from you know the uh, the rays of the sun and stuff like mm-hmm. that, like from radiation and so well, on. Well, right?
0: even just first things simple is using a compass. Yeah. Oh yeah. You Can know, imagine? I mean, all of a sudden that's when you're trying to line up with a map. Yeah. You know, now you got to account for yeah. a bigger one sort of thing. Yeah. But see, I think in the long run, I think that's one of our problems is. We don't have data going back hundreds of thousands no, of years, we don't.
1: realistically. We're, we're looking at, uh, evidence in, in rock and petrified wood and, yeah. and stuff like that. Right. Yeah.
0: So when, I mean, everybody, you know, not to say climate change isn't happening. Don't, mm-hmm. don't quote me saying yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, everybody's going nuts saying, yeah, this is happening and the ice caps are melting and, but has this not happened before? And has there not been spikes like this before? And then it goes back like we, yeah. we can guess, mm-hmm. but we don't know for sure. No. You know, and that's all it is, is, is scientific
1: they, guesses. They've looked back at ice cores. And uh, so there's, there's like, you know, 10, 20,000 years worth of uh, evidence for ice cores from mm. the last time, you know, so over the last 12, 15 years, 15, Twelve to fifteen thousand years. <laughs> yeah, a little bit longer than twelve to fifteen. Twelve to fifteen thousand years since the last uh, ice age, right? Or the the last uh, uh, the last time we were totally covered in in ice, and then it uh, it went away. And so you know, the, you go up north and you take the ice cores, and so what you see is the evidence of, uh, and the, what they get the micro bubbles or something in the ice, yeah, right? Yeah. So like you know, they the can, gases they are can they and... can guesstimate what the CO2 levels were 10,000 years ago and so on. Right. Yep. It's, uh, it, so there's, is evidence that it's obviously there's been higher points and lower points and whatnot, but there it's, I don't know. the
0: Yeah. Just because something lasts a thousand years last time doesn't mean it's going to last a thousand no, years this time. exactly. Yeah. Right. So yeah, we have to, we have to be concerned. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I'm not going to, you know, go hang myself in the barn because, <laughs> no, no. you know. The ice caps are melting.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. So, uh, or that magnetic North is moving. Exactly. Was, <laughs> so
1: you can imagine the turmoil because, so the, uh, the steady state of the, uh, magnetic North pole, it uh, creates that, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, magnetic bubble around the planet yep. to yep. keep away the radiation. And they're saying that if they, during the flip. Even satellites will be at risk because they're not being protected by our magnetic shield as well, mm-hmm. right? So they're saying that we're going to lose, you potentially going to lose a lot of satellites. People might have to, you know, the, the shielding that you'll need, everybody will have to be like you basically live underground type thing, right? Or oh, we're all going so, to be a mole people. Yeah, mole men. We're a mole men. That's man. where the mole See man it? came See from. It? They, mole 2030. Yeah. All right. Another 10 so, years. And that's where the mole man came from last time. Everybody had to, all the cavemen had to live underground to be protected from the radiation. There you go. And they became mole men. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> true story. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the internet. It's got to be true. Yes. <laughs>
0: uh, well, oh we did interviews from the Quiet Water Symposium, which is now going to be the Quiet Adventure Symposium, mm-hmm. Canoe Copia and the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show. We also did some interviews at, uh, the Ontario Backcountry Canoe Symposium and the Ontario Winter Camping Symposium.
1: And so those are some of the better interviews that we get. Not that I'm saying other interviews aren't as good, but I'm just saying it's it's some of these uh, people that we would never, we wouldn't normally have access to. Yeah. So it's like a great opportunity for us to to talk to people and get different perspectives and different views on the paddling community.
0: Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. and I mean, when you get big things like Canoe Copia, you got people from all over North America. yeah their sort of deal and all the suppliers and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. So you can just pick and choose who you want to chit chat with and yeah. say, Hey, I'm going to stick a microphone in your face. I'm going to ask you questions. You're going to answer <laughs> and all's was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Braxton Barden yes. came up with it. He's from Georgia mm-hmm. and, uh, he came up to talk about the lower Mississippi water trail. That was really cool to actually hear about yes. what that's all about, yeah. what it's like paddling it and. A lot of good information and the Shafalaya, Shafalaya River,
1: Chafalaya? Ch- Shafalaya, Chafalaya? Shafalaya, Shafalaya, yeah. mm, something like yeah, that, because there's
0: an A at the front, yeah, and it's not pronounced how it's it, yeah. spelled sort yeah. of thing, weird, but you know, it's good, <laughs> 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 yeah, no, just to, you know what, to have somebody that's been down there and paddles it, you know, uh, had help in, in, um, working on the, the the water trail and all that sort of stuff. And it's really cool to to get a firsthand um, account of yeah. it. And again, he's all the way up here. He came up and sat in our studio and, and chatted with us about that. And um, when I was down that way, the Mississippi in... Um, that's I guess September. That was when I was down there in September. Yeah. I was hoping to, to go meet a couple of the people down there, but unfortunately like John Ruskey, he was out on a trip at the time. So didn't get a chance to meet them, but yeah, it was really cool to, to see the Mississippi and, and all that sort of thing after our chatting with Braxton about it. So that was a pretty cool episode. That was one of my favorite episodes. Hmm. Three episodes with Kevin Callen. One of them had Andy Baxter. Uh, they were talking about their meanest link, tri- meanest link trip and Kevin's book uh, about the trip. Yeah. Um, and then talking to you about your trip. Yes. Your meanest link attempt as well. Um, I guess it's not an attempt if you finish it, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: we, we didn't, it we didn't it make the record time, which we were kind of hoping for, but we we were hoping, but we didn't have full expectations that we'd beat the, uh, the, the, the record so the previous record was seven and a half days which stood for like eight ten years or something and uh and then right after us like a week after we went uh two guys went and they they did beat the record they though now their current record is seven days and uh we ended up finishing in just over 10. Was it that or was long? It, or is it just under 10 days yeah anyways around 10 days You slackers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we had a solo paddler, like we were taking turns. uh, uh, And so depending on the, the water type and stuff like that. So it's, it's, I did a lot of the solo paddling on the Minus Link, but it was, uh, it gets to be a lot, right? Especially like it's, uh, the solo paddler can lead or get ahead on, like for example, the, uh, on narrow rivers and stuff like that, tight turns, like yeah, the solo paddler can do a, a lot better turns. And, uh, if it's uh windy or wavy or technical, then the solo paddler tends to do a bit better, but on long open water stretches, you just can't keep up with two paddlers. No. It's just the, know. the, the, the two engines going in the, in the canoe, just keep it going so much quicker, so much steadier yeah. pace. Right? Yeah. So I think that, that affected our finish time just because, uh, poor Peter rolled his ankle and we weren't sure if he broke it or sprained it badly, but, uh, yeah, he, he severely hurt his ankle. So unfortunately he had to drop out right on the, pretty much the first or second section right at Magnetowan, right? Yeah. So it was unfortunate that we lost Peter, but we did, at least we finished it. We did complete the course. We did complete the route. Yeah. And, uh, I know Peter went to, uh, finish
0: it on his own. Well, and his, his girlfriend Leanne was. Yeah. They were going to go do it in the fall. They had time yeah. to go do it, and they wouldn't issue them permits because well, the water was too low. It's not that low. they
1: wouldn't. They strongly recommend, recommend yeah. not to. They yeah. they couldn't stop them from doing it. Yeah. But they said, no, oh, dude, don't do it. The water's so low. It's, you're going to be in trouble. You're, you're going to be dragging the canoe and we're going to have to come and rescue you. Yeah. <laughs> so smart thing they did is, uh, is back out. It's like, okay, we got to wait yeah. for better water. Right.
0: And they went for another trip instead.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yep. So.
0: So there's been a lot of people doing the uh, the meanest link over the last few
1: years. It's becoming very popular, and I yeah. guess it I guess you could blame social media on that because there's everything gets so it, it's like an echo chamber. It's like there's so much more uh, you know conversation and and photos, and it's like that. It's it's like the Instagram effect, you know. Yeah. Like once one
0: person sees it. Yeah. So yeah, suddenly everybody contagious. wants
1: to go trample that uh, sunflower field to get their Insta pictures, and yeah. it's like gonna become insta famous so yeah so it's uh but i think it's kind of good in this way because what you're getting is people uh stepping up to the challenge of the meanest link which uh, like Honestly, I, I, until a, a year or two ago, I didn't even know the Minus Link existed, right? Right. So it was, uh, what, when Marcus and Scott and. Uh,
0: yeah, the six on six or six yeah, for six or yeah. whatever. So
1: that's when I learned about it. It's like, oh, Minus Link, that sounds, you know, that sounds very challenging. And, mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things I never would have heard about if it wasn't for social media, right?
0: Yeah. And then I think more people need to step up and do the Brent run. It's not as big I, a time commitment.
1: No, I know it's so you could you could easily do it in like a a weekend. Oh yeah, and uh, or longer if you uh, kind of run to, yeah. into trouble or bad weather or whatever. Yeah, like when you guys did it, you had uh, headwind both ways type thing or something. Oh yeah, know. yeah, we had to paddle <laughs> uphill both ways. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, we were doing really well till we hit those massive headwinds yes. coming up. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. that just slowed us right. So down. what
1: was it? Um... Uh, on, on your way up, but, but you were doing really good time. You were making record time until you were almost at the top of the park. And then the headwind slowed you down because until then it was, uh, you guys were looking like you were going to beat the time. Yeah. And, uh, and then it was just, uh, you got, you guys were facing exhaustion, headwinds and. And then you slowly started, uh, every, every hour you're losing a couple minutes here and there. And, and it adds up. Yeah. And then, yeah. And
0: then somebody almost falls yeah. in the middle of the night. It's like, you know what?
1: Yeah. You know, it's getting dangerous. Yeah. It's not worth yeah. it to really push Yeah. Well, hard. on that
0: point we knew we weren't making the record anyway. Yeah. So might as well enjoy yourself after exactly, that. Exactly. Right? right. But I think a lot of people, like a lot more people, they're looking for something fun to do. Yeah. Brent run. Do the Brent yeah. run. You know, you don't need the huge time commitment. Yeah. You just got to be able to paddle in the dark. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. A really decent, yeah. uh, headlamp with, uh, spare batteries and lots of snacks. And yeah.
0: And off you go. Beauty. Yeah. Canoe Lake to Cedar Lake and yeah. back. Yeah. 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 It was, that was, a, that was a lot of fun. So, uh, John Van Berger talked about paddling in Florida and Texas, uh, on a couple of episodes. Yeah. Um, talking about paddling in the Everglades, which was cool. And, oh, that's where he heard the, See the crocodile that was doing the mating thing.
1: Oh, I don't remember. Yeah,
0: yeah, the crocodile was doing the mating call. I think he had a thing for John. What Uh, kind of
1: sound does a crocodile make when it wants to mate?
0: Hey, baby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
0: Hey, John, you're looking pretty fine. Come on over. Chomp, chomp. Like, what, what are doing? No. Look, Look at out. the teeth <laughs> on you. Look up some National Geographic, buddy. Uh, and then he was over in Texas and they went paddling through the woods because everything had flooded.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he
0: was talking yeah. about the uh, couch surfing. If yes. You're, if you're traveling, yeah. couch surfing is the yeah. way to go. So meet some interesting people. One of the biggies was the canoe is now considered a vessel. Uh,
1: yes, the court case. Yeah, that court
0: case yep. uh, finally got wrapped up. And yep. uh, yeah, the, the guy that was
1: drunk and what on did drugs. Did we and, follow up on that? What was his sentence? He was supposed I to be sentence in ever September.
0: Sentenced. Yeah, I never I never heard the what the sentence was. Well, oh, uh, you're going to have to Google it. You're going to have to Google that now. But uh, yeah, the whole thing, the, he was drinking, had some... They say yeah. they had some drugs maybe in a system. And hey, what a thing. jackass.
1: Eh? Like like to take a child out with you and being like drunk or whatever, incapacitated, mm-hmm. it's like you're responsible for somebody else's life.
0: Yeah. Eight-year-old kid. Yeah. His girlfriend's kid, not even his own. And uh, over they went and uh, the kid drowned, unfortunately. And yeah, that was the big, uh, big thing was, well, you can't charge him with drunk drugs Driving or anything because they're, they're drunk, you know, because a canoes not considered a vessel and they yeah. did a whole court case and said, yeah, realistically it is considered a vessel. So yeah, he can be charged. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. I never, I never found out if there was any, what, what the actual sentence handed down was. Uh, there was no big, if it was, if it was put out there, there was no big, uh.
1: The kid's name was Thomas Rancourt. Mm-hmm.
0: There was no big announcement that. No, ta- it's been I, I down, thought it so. would have been
1: bigger because I remember when the verdict came down, there was, uh, there was a lot of media information going on about it, Yeah, but, uh, no, I'm having to Google. Maybe it was held over. He's, he was, he was, he was sentenced in August. Anyway. Yeah. I'll keep looking and. Yeah. So, hope. uh, what else? Alan
0: Drummond's kayaking trip to the East coast of Canada. He actually met up with Steve Chard out that way. Mm -hmm. Met up with a couple other friends out that way. Yeah. He had a really good time uh, paddling in different spots. And he tours a lot of things. He's really into the touring things. Uh, They found out there was three great whites in the area. When they were paddling yes. Nova Scotia uh, yes. and he were. He wasn't too happy he wasn't about He happy about that. <laughs> Oops.
1: And he didn't like it when, when we joked with him about, <laughs> about shark attacks and stuff. He's like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and we actually
0: had, uh, John, or John, uh, Alan host a show while you were gone. Well, you were doing yes. your tour, tour out that way. Yeah. Yeah. And he had to put the big sign on his <laughs> laptop saying, do not swear. <laughs> Just in case, because yeah. it's a family show. Yeah, no, he got some, uh, it sounds like he hit some really cool spots out on the East Coast there. And then the really, really, really big one. Oh.
1: There it Toronto is. Toronto man sentenced to, you read it. Toronto man sentenced to six years in prison after being found guilty of impaired operation of a canoe. So he got six years. There you go.
0: Apparently six years is
1: the price of a young kid's life. Well.
0: Plus time served.
1: It's really hard to. Yeah. There's not a lot of logic in a lot of the court decisions and sentencing and, you know, like stuff is weird when it comes to sentencing times. Right. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. You can't, you can't bring the poor kid back, but, uh, you kind of,
0: I guess. So six years.
1: hmm Wow. Yeah. It's not a lot of time,
0: but. Yeah. But. It is what it is. Yep. Uh, the big, big big fiasco of the year backcountry.com
1: oh yes oh yes. yeah that was it reaches everywhere. so far and wide and they didn't help themselves out no. they they just seemed to like constantly there's different stories about how a normal company would like okay well let's fix this this is becoming a media circus and we're looking really bad let's fix it no they dragged their feet they sort of made aims at fixing it they talked about fixing it and and even then it's like it took them an extra month or two to start dropping the court cases Mm -hmm. it's like are you guys taking this seriously or not yeah so you know what i mean like so they it took them a really long time from the point where they said we're sorry to the point where they actually started dropping court cases it's like why the delay Hmm. right money uh, yeah. Losing? I don't know. Yeah. Losing right? money? So, yeah. So, so, and I think the, uh, the CEO got turfed, didn't he?
0: I don't think he got turfed. I didn't hear that
1: part. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. No,
0: I think there was a, that was a big fiasco anyway.
1: Yeah. Because he came in with the, with the eyes on the prize and stuff like that. And he drove the company into the ground. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he thought that hey, we're going to own this name. We're going to. You know, are gonna trample over everybody because we've got five billion dollars in our coffers, and we can afford lots of lawyers. And and they just they 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 ended up buying themselves a lot of bad media, bad press. Oh, the social media yeah.
0: uprising yeah. that happened was phenomenal. Yeah,
1: and fairly so because yeah. like for them to trample little mom and pop businesses for using the word backcountry when it's yeah. uh, you can't. I uh, I don't know. how yeah. I don't know how they ever got ownership of that term.
0: Somebody needed to grab him by yeah. the collar and shake him. Yeah. Dude, what are you thinking? Yeah. But anyway. Huh. Derek came up with new <laughs> words this year. Fish
1: meat tube. <laughs> A beluga whale is just a, a tube of, of, fish of fish meat. meat. <laughs> I, w- I, just, uh, I was trying to come up with a word, and it's just like, ah, da, 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 tube of fish meat. <laughs> okay. Well, I will tell you. Yes. I was, tell I was, me this story. I, told I was them. at a client luncheon. luncheon.
0: <laughs> There's a big golf and country club, and we take them there every year for a Christmas and do. and I'm sitting next to these two people, and somebody said, oh, you're left-handed, and I'm not. I'm, I'm right-handed. But My two older brothers, one's left, one's right handed. So I sort of copy both. when I was younger. I copied both. So I can do some stuff left handed, some stuff right handed. So I am <laughs> bihandular because <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't think of the word ambidextrous.
1: <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm using, I've used that term already at work. It's like, the, I've got a new word. I got to use it. I'm not ambidextrous.
0: I'm bi-handular. <laughs> <laughs> it's the PC we to say. It. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, it's PC. I'm not ambidextrous. That's just rude. And that's demeaning. <laughs> I'm by handular <laughs> So I can see where your tube of fish meat right? came in. You right? just can't remember the word <laughs> you're looking for. However... However, Derek, it does not stop there. Okay. There are two different trails in Killarney. Oh, there's I forgot the about the crack. I remember that one. There's up over there's Silver Peak. Yes. And then you confused the two and called it the Silver Crack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who out there has a Silver Crack, <laughs> except maybe a really good plumber. <laughs> What? It works. It works. It's the silver crack. We're doing the silver crack. Oh, you're doing two trails, are you? <laughs> At the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I did not. It's the silver crack. Tube of fish meat and the silver crack. Yeah.
1: Yes. And by handler.
0: And by handler. Those are all words people are allowed to use. And you just make sure we yeah. get credit because you know what? Like backcountry.com, we're trademarking that exactly. stuff. Exactly. <laughs>
1: So if you, anybody out there hear somebody talking about somebody who's bi-handler.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They owe me a money. That's Sean's word. Yeah. yeah it's at least 50 <laughs> cents right there. Every time. And that's cents. a
1: proper term. Me, like tube of fish meat. That's anybody can use that. Yeah. yeah whatever. Whatever. It, it's not a really a word, but bi-handler, that is. That's a brand that, new word. That's current I wonder if new we can termology. get that. I think we can get that in like the dictionary. Like
0: word of the year. Yeah. One of the new words of the year in the, in riot, <laughs> the, who's, who makes the dictionaries? Uh, oh, Webster's. Webster's. Yeah. Webster's one of the new year words of the year by <laughs> <laughs> Does That be a verb or a noun or an adjective? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll let them figure that part yeah. out. <laughs> Same as ambidextrous, but different. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but funner to say. <laughs> no X's. Won't get you as many points in Scrabble. <laughs> uh, and the last thing I got here is the listener blog. It's not really a show, but uh, people started sending us in some uh, blog. And I know I've got two of them uh, to put up now, too. Two more to put up. Yes. Uh, yeah. Listeners that, you know, don't have enough to start their own blog. They send us in an article with some pictures and we throw it up on our listener blog for people to take a peek at. That was a pretty cool uh, thing that that started this year. So, um, I think that's it. Anything else in the year in review that you... I mean the people we met.
1: It's and, uh, it's been a good year. This uh, yeah. I really appreciate what this podcast is bringing to me for new experiences and meeting new people and, mm. and you know being able to do stuff that I normally would never have thought to do. Like the, I, I I credit uh, the, this podcast with uh, I would never have done the Minus Link. I would never have met the people that invited me to mm-hmm. join them on the Aminus Link if it wasn't for the podcast. Right. So there, there's just so many things that I've been able to do. And there's more and more. It's like, I really need more vacation. (laughs) Oh, and and the people that we've
0: talked to and everything on all our shows this year, like we... we we can't name everybody, but there was a lot of really cool yes. people we talked to, yeah. people that have helped us out and stuff like that. Like yeah. Big thanks everybody. And everybody that supports us and listens to the show every week, yeah. all 27,000 of you every month. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, really cool. That's mm-hmm. really cool. It's, it's much appreciated. Yeah, we
1: appreciate all the listeners and all the feedback that we get. It's uh, It reinforces it. It enables us to keep doing it because we see that people are enjoying it. People are getting something from it. So it makes us want to keep going. Right. Because if we were getting no feedback or negative feedback, obviously we wouldn't have been recording this long. Right. Yeah. Why waste your time? But we are not wasting our time because we hear from the listeners and, you know, like people buying us beer. Thanks, Bill. And uh, so. Bill, Yukon, Steve, and John. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we got beer coming at us from all directions. I know. Northeast. <laughs> well, we don't have
0: any come from south. Oh. We got to come from the west. We got it from the east. We got it from the north. Yeah. If we got any friends down south and want to bring us beer, there you go. we <laughs> Our southern friends are lacking. (laughs) Because John's not really south. He's sort of like. Yeah, he's he's more west. west, Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Is is he actually, I think he's almost on the same. Par as us. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Longitude, latitude,
1: longitude. Longitude is north, south, latitude. So you would be the same latitude. Almost the same latitude as us. Yeah, so he's west. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yukon Steve is north. Yeah. And Bill is, he goes to Cobden, which is.
1: Just a- north of, Yeah. Just northeast, we'll call northeast that east.
0: of us, yeah. 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 So our southern friends are-
1: We we, <sighs> we need somebody from Scotland. To bring us- Some scotch. <laughs> no, no. That's-
0: We'd be, we'd be <laughs> whoring in on Kevin Callan's oh, yeah, right, at you're that right. point. No, he
1: does whiskey. He, he's a whiskey guy. He's a whiskey well, he fireside does, chat. Yeah, but he does scotch. Yeah, but he calls- It, it still calls it the whiskey fireside chat. So us doing scotch would not horn in on his whiskey we empire. We need somebody from like Russia to bring us vodka. Vodka. Vodka, vodka. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need some Russian listeners to start. Whoever's listening, just send us booze. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently we're degrading into a couple of alcoholics yeah. <laughs> that just talk on the radio about exactly. paddling. It's okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> um,
0: yeah no like yeah, the people we met this year and yeah and everything it's, it's been a it's, good year it really has been you know much much appreciated for everybody supporting us this year and listening and giving us the feedback and and everything like that and uh, like you say hopefully 2020 or our plans come as we hope yeah it'll be even bigger next year we'll have even more people to thank
1: it's it's a. Uh it's really surprisingly for just a hobby for a podcast. It's really a big machine that we have to push forward, right? Oh, like it's a we, multi-dollar we operation, <laughs> a multi-dollar operation. But we uh, we have so many ideas and so many things that we want to do, but it's really hard to get a lot of them off the ground. And it's the, you know, we're always concerned about production value and, mm-hmm. and what the end product is going to look like or is going to be. And so there's a few ideas that we have that I'm not going to mention here, but that we've tried to get off the ground in the last couple of years. It's just, there's we're limited time. We both have full-time jobs. So it's really, it's hard to, you know, unless we had production assistants and, yeah. you know, staff. Take our staff of four <laughs> up to like seven.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, because we got four people now, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we have our IT and web support. Kevin. Kevin who, who we also had on the show this year. Yes. Yes. Yeah. First time. yeah And our foreign correspondent, John Van Berger, and mm-hmm. uh, plus the two of us. Yeah. If we get any bigger, we're going to have to start putting together an HR department.
0: Oh, that's when all the <laughs> the guys are going to unionize on me and <laughs> the panel adventures radio union 58 or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, this is our last show. Union dudes. Because there's union talks now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, union dudes come to me. All right, so let's unionize. I'm liking this now. <laughs> you can't get that. You'd be management. Uh, drug the plan. Two of us would be yeah. management. What's our drug plan? Well, I order something online. It <laughs> 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 yeah, will be. Ma- Do we need health and safety?
1: No, you there's have not ex- enough people. You have experience from work. Yeah, You're I the know. health and safety guy at your work. Yeah. I- <laughs> put up with that too much at work. So <laughs> <laughs> safety third. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, 2020 will be a, a pretty good year too, I think, yeah, if, if at yeah. all. But you know what? I've, I've actually thought about uh, bringing a couple other people on to help out with a few different things. And, eh, yeah. We'll yeah. see what happens, man. We'll just yeah. go with the flow. That's how we do. As long as we keep putting out a, a weekly show.
1: And it'd be nice if we can get more into some more video, YouTube and so on. Like so far our, we've had, some poorly executed YouTube videos. <laughs> I mean, poorly executed. <laughs> They're fantastically executed.
0: They're just few and far between. Yeah,
1: that's, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amateurish. A, a yeah,
0: yeah. righty. So <laughs> keep on listening through 2020, and uh, keep giving us your support. Our, so you keep giving us your support. Yes, something like that. Yeah, and uh, we'll keep putting out. Episodes.
1: Yeah, we'll keep putting out the su- these subpar podcast efforts and uh, <laughs> <laughs> drink booze while doing it. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs>
0: Speaking of twenty twenty, segue, yes. trips, trips for twenty twenty. Yes. What do you got
1: planned? I've I've been invited on quite a few more trips. There's. The boys want to do Minus Link again, which uh, I just can't see myself doing. But I just—I've told them to stop asking me because I know they're going to convince me to go. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Derek's going on the Minus no, Link. No, I can't. It—it it I've I've used so much vacation time last year for, for these uh, non-family trips, and uh, so the kids are. You know, the I kept going on all these trips, and the kids would be going. How come Daddy's not bringing us? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, <laughs> so. Yeah. So, so I've, uh, every year I'm going to do the, uh, the, uh, Burt Reynolds Memorial River run. Right. So right now we're in the planning phase. We're trying to pick a river. Um, Martin Garster, he's, uh, he's the lead planner for this. And, uh, so he's looking, he was looking at a few places out west, up north and stuff like that, but we're just not ready to, you know, drop five, six grand on a, on a big trip this Dude, soon. Dude, Missanabe de Musonee. Well, he, he, we want awesome. it
0: needs to be oh. white water, Missinavi de Moose. Well, Missinavi de Moose River yeah. crossing, yeah. And then you finish it off a nice, easy couple of days' yeah. paddle, yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Right there's now we're,
1: we're kind of narrowing it down to some uh mid north you know, mid range Quebec and and uh, just along the same sort of latitude as uh as uh James Bay and stuff, but in <laughs> but in Quebec. <laughs> but it's a these are major whitewater rivers. Like these so, are
0: so Missinabi and it's closer and it's
1: cheaper. But you did it with you didn't even need you you don't even have whitewater training. We kinda, didn't do
0: the Missanabe. Oh, I thought that's what no, you did. No, you start you do that and it ends Go turns into the Moose River. Oh. So we start the Moose River, which you can do in like 2 days from that. Oh, okay. from Moose River crossing to Musini. Yeah. yeah, you can do that in a couple of days if you want it. But up to there from, what's that, Highway 1A or whatever that goes around, Highway 7, whatever that's 15, Mm -hmm. whatever goes around up there, you start right at the highway and then you go all the way up. Oh. Oh yeah. 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 Dude, Google that and you'll be (laughs) going, hey. Martin, I got <laughs> our trip. Oh, yeah. You Martin's want probably listening to this, so. Yeah. So there's water, massive waterfalls, everything. Oh, yeah? Bad portage. I mean, fantastic portages. <laughs> no chance of death. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. Yeah. And I will be once again looking for. Huh? Resumes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. He's going on this Navi trip. We need resumes
1: because he might not yeah. be coming
0: back.
1: And, and you know, like it'd be, it's even easier to replace me now because uh, with Skype working so well and the oh. quality so well, you, you could have a, uh, you could have different guest hosts every week from yeah. different parts of the world.
0: Yeah. Be a little picture of you up on the wall. Yeah. First ex employee, yeah. Derek.
1: There could be a Derek yeah. Specht Memorial River Run. Ooh, the Derek Specht. Memo- fish meat. <laughs>
0: fish <tube. laughs> tuba, tuba fish meat River Run. <laughs> Derek Specht. The Silver Crack Memorial River Run. <laughs> oh, that's got a certain cachet, je ne sais quoi. A certain cachet to it. <laughs>
1: But anyway. other than that, there's uh we, we, this year or in the coming year, I do want to get, uh, I want to start getting the family outside of, we always go to Algonquin. Yep. Every year we go to Algonquin yep. two, three times a year, right? Yep.
0: Check out some easy paddles in Tomogamy and Yeah.
1: So we're looking at Tomogamy, Killarney, like I'd like if to. If you're going to
0: Killarney, book the minute yes. you get the chance to book. Yes. Yeah. Because it fills up
1: fast. Mm. But there's uh if we do, if you, we do uh, Philp Edward Island. Oh yeah. We'll stay yeah. on the inside passage because the yeah. kids will be there. Right. Yeah. So we'll do the inside passage on Philp uh, Edward Island, which is a nice area. Mm-hmm. And you can do, uh, easily a week of nice, easy paddles and it's protected. It's a narrow waterway. So it, that's pretty good. And yeah. Well, Mackenzie and I did the French river and up through. Yeah. Which was really nice. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. 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 So there's a, there's a, I'd like to get up into, I, we almost went to Tamagami this year. Mm-hmm. But then we just backed out because I didn't, I couldn't find enough information on it soon enough because it was sort of a, we were thinking of a last minute change. Let's do tomogamy. And, uh, but now that I know more about it, I've talked to Camp Christine about it. I've got some feedback from you on your trip and.
0: Talk to PJ Justison. Yeah. Friends of tomogamy. And, uh, Mike, is it Huff? Mike Huff? Up yeah. To, uh, f- Friends, to my, They'll be able to give you some real, if you tell them, you know what, I got a couple of little kids, blah, blah, yeah. blah. They'll be able to point you in the, the direction and, of where you want to
1: go. The big concern for us is uh, like a six and a nine-year-old, like a nine-year-old girl and a six-year-old boy. Well, they'll be 10 and seven next summer. Right. But it'll be, uh, it, the main concern is finding uh, campsites that have thunder boxes. Yeah. Because these guys aren't going to, they're, they're. They're not, uh, we haven't really done much backcountry stuff with the kids. So. Yeah. They're not
0: going to be comfortable pooping in the
1: woods. No, yeah. no. I hear you.
0: I hear yeah. You. I hear you.
1: As it is, like they freak out if there's too many bugs at the Thunderbox, right? So. That's
0: so you I got on a, them.
1: I got to toughen them up. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, slacker?
0: <laughs> so it's just going to be family trips and maybe a couple of.
1: Yeah. So it's going to be family trips. The Bill, uh, the Burt Reynolds uh, Memorial River Run. Uh, John Van Berger has invited me on a couple trips and, uh. But on journey, it just takes too much time yeah. there. I don't have enough vacation. To Is do. your wife like mine? She likes
0: like the mortgage being paid and stuff. I like know, that. right? I yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm still working.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, it, the plan was to try and get me on the first leg of the trip and we would do Dawson city for Canada day and Eagle Creek something. There's a, t- so it's like yeah. a, it's like two fifty-two kilometer days, to get to July Fourth, and you're in the U.S., and uh, so you get Canada Day and then Fourth uh, of July on uh, you know th- two days apart, and so you get uh, both holidays, ones in Canada, ones in the U.S. And but it would be uh, I was looking at doing uh, three weeks, which would take me some time to, to logistically get there. So I need four weeks of vacation, and it's like, oh, <laughs> how much <laughs> time would you be on the river?
0: Three weeks. Or you'd be on the river for on three the river weeks. for three weeks. So you need a few days before and a few yeah. days after to get there. Yeah, and back. so I need
1: four weeks of vacation. Yeah, like there's a whole month of five vacation or right six there. grand, and yeah, unfortunately, because you're using puddle jumpers to get into the smaller towns, so that's that's a huge expense. Unless you just drive and meet them up, and then you gotta then you just fly back to wherever yeah, you drove to. You know, that's reasonable. That's yeah. not a bad idea, but still, it's it's still for still a month of vacation yeah. right oh yeah 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 so i could save money by driving but i don't know i'm still i'm still weighing the uh the options. flipping the coin yeah
0: the only thing i would
1: say is at
0: this point of your kid's life those family vacations they matter they at really this point. do they yeah. really do matter yeah yeah. You know, unfortunately. But yeah. As, as much as you, I mean, I was in the same position. There's a lot of trips I had to turn down to do family
1: vacation. Yeah. It's the way of and the world. And at this point, I got to take advantage of that because yeah. when they're teenagers, they're going to hate me. <laughs> They'll still go on trips. They'll just hate you. <laughs> All right. When we're sleeping tonight, I'm going to kill them. <laughs> oh, I can't because then I got to paddle out alone. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So yeah, it's, we're, we're, I'm still really want to focus on the, on the family trips right now because I want to get, I want to get them comfortable enough so that they can poop in the woods like a bear, right? Mm -hmm. So that maybe that's something I'll work on this year. Yeah. We'll purposely find a campsite without a thunderbox. And you got to poop without one. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Then they're going to be coming home. Guess what I got to do, mom? (laughs) I got to poop in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs)
0: Yeah. What I did on my family vacation, yes. <laughs> I pooped in the woods. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Spash. Yes, this hole. is your daughter's te- your teacher. <laughs> Can you come in for a meeting, please? <laughs> we
1: have some concerns about the stories your daughter's telling us. <laughs> oh, Dad man. made me dig a hole and poop in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, by the way, Children's Aid will be here at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, though? I mean, as for me as well, there's no massive trips planned this year for me. Yeah, no. I'm going to do a couple of solo trips, like maybe Killarney and Tamagami. Yeah. Um, three trips with the family, one with my wife, one with my son, one with my daughter. Yeah. Do that. I got a couple of trips that I'd probably do with uh, a couple of different paddle groups, stuff like that. Okay. So, um But yeah, no massive trips really mm-hmm. planned for me this year. Just a lot of small, a lot of smaller trips Mm -hmm. but a lot of them yeah that's the thing right so uh what you lack in a massive trip you make up in a bunch of smaller trips sort of stuff so it's going to be anywhere from just north of toronto way up to tomogamy Mm -hmm. Killarney, all that sort of stuff which is i mean those are five six hour drives sort of thing yeah getting up that way so it's
1: tough because you need a day to get there. I don't. Get yourself sleep at midnight. On <laughs> the water right. at 8 a.m. <laughs> that's the way I roll buddy. Yeah. That's the way I roll
0: because
1: that way I'm not wasting any time. <laughs> yeah well that's what I did with uh, when me and Mike Burns when we did uh, we did Killarney and Philip Edward Island. Uh, I met him at a at a like a park and go or whatever. You, oh yeah. yeah whatever yeah. you want yeah. to call those carpool things. carpool carpool parking lot yeah. up on the 400. And it was like, uh, midnight at one in the morning because he had to drive all the way from Windsor. And we met in this little parking lot middle of the night and then we drove in his truck all the way at the Clarny. And so, yeah, it's like we got there, we were there on the water at, uh, 9 AM or something. Yep. We had breakfast in town and then headed off. Yeah. But yeah, it's you know, it's, it's that all night thing. <laughs> it's.
0: I have no <laughs> problems doing that all night. Like, like I say, if it's going to get me on the water first light. Yeah. That's yeah. like the minute I'm on the water is like, okay, I got my second wind. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm done the driving part. Yeah. Now I'm doing the paddling yeah. part. And then you spend all day getting where you're going. Mind you. When once dinner's done and you're sitting around that campfire, you're in bed, early. He's like, yeah. Throw one <laughs> stick on because I'm not lasting past one stick, you know. Yeah, and uh, well, what do you mean when only one stick? No, dude, trust me, one stick and we're in bed. Let me tell you, yeah. Oh, seven o'clock, oh, I'm turning in, <laughs> but I mean, you, you have a good sleep, that's oh, for sure. Absolutely, and then the next day you're up and going, but you haven't wasted a day paddling, true, you know. And that's why I don't mind doing that stuff, mm-hmm. and it, depending on who I'm with. That travel time from my house to the put-in, I mean, that's a good chat time. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I I went up to Grandine this year. Was it Grand? No, where'd I go? Oh, Baron Canyon, and I picked up Peter, our friend Peter. Yeah. And him and I drove up to Baron Canyon together, and we had a chit chat for six hours, and yeah. you know, had a great time ch- talking. And oh, what are you eating?
1: My big container of cheesies. Oh, cheese balls.
0: Your cheese balls. Now you're gonna crunch them on the air. You want some cheese balls? I'll have one cheese ball. <laughs> oh, like I don't have my own.
1: <laughs>
0: no. So crunchy. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we got these big massive containers of cheese balls here. Cheese balls and
1: booze. <laughs> 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 Sean Tracy bought me a big. Well, this thing's what five gallons of cheese balls? I don't know, man. What does it say on it? It'd be by weight
0: but <laughs> um 992 grams of cheese balls yeah <laughs> it's a massive thing it's like five gallon container it's like it's like a small bear barrel <laughs> yes you're right filled with cheese it barrel is, with cheese balls, right cheese balls <laughs> yeah corn snacks yeah That probably explains a few things <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> back to <laughs> sorry this episode is brought <laughs> I to you by <laughs> <I> cheese balls. <laughs> I <had> the munchies. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. So it's just going to be a few trips for me this mm-hmm. year, small trips and stuff like that. So.
1: I think we should make an effort to, uh, it'll be our trip. We trip together? get up to uh, Solace Wildlands. Ooh. Would yeah. that
0: be, that'd be. A... I've been invited to go to the Changing of the Seasons. Oh yeah. In cool. Is that September? September? That's in Tamagami. Yeah. Up in yeah. Tamagami, up in there. So. Cool. I'll have to do that.
1: hmm
0: That'll be one of my, well, that'll be one of my, my trips this yeah. year. So, um, there's a few people going that want me to come up, so I'll do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we should see if we can get up there and uh, maybe we'll see if we can hook up with PJ and. Yeah. And some of the folks from, oh, uh, like be, Tierney. That's a and, great idea. And Mike and. Yeah. Hook up with a few of them in Tamagami. We'll do mm-hmm. a little
1: trip up there with them. We can ask them about their, uh. Being chained. Road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some about being chained to bulldozers. Oh yeah. Bulldozers yeah and stuff. That's right.
0: We're going to go up there and steal bulldozers.
1: <laughs> a big loving group of bulldozer stealers. <laughs> what you that's do on your awesome. vacation? I chained myself yeah. to a bulldozer. Where'd you guys
0: go? <laughs> well, daddy took us <laughs> on my summer vacation. I stole a bulldozer, dug a hole and pooped in it. <laughs> Your kids are gonna have such an education, Derek. Absolutely. So, when I was nine, <laughs> I stole my first bulldozer. Yeah. <laughs> my daddy was so proud. It
1: was it was a sanctioned event. <laughs> as
0: he's waving as I down that dirt road as I was zipping down, he was waving. There was tears in his eyes. <laughs> There's my little one. Stole her first bulldozer. <laughs> My baby, they <laughs> grow up so fast. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Some people are going to be listening. It's like, what are they talking about? If they didn't hear that episode, they're going, why are they talking about stealing bulldozers?
0: Now, go back a couple of episodes. We <laughs> talked to uh, PJ Justinson and Tierney, Tierney Angus from yeah. Friends of Tomogamy about the uh, Soulless Wildlands
1: uh, yeah.
0: fiasco that's yeah. going up there. I've been using the word fiasco a lot lately. That's my word. <laughs> By handular and fiasco are my words of 2019. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> those are our words this year. Uh, so yeah, those are going to be my trips for the year. And uh, like I say, nothing massive, nothing big, but we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm still on the lookout for a kayak to go uh, downhill. Uh, oh yeah. Downhill. Well, I've got my little s- whitewater. Sledding. Cut my little whitewater one. Can we both use it? Not at the same time. <laughs> Why not? You can sit on my lap. It's a very tiny volume (laughs) kayak. Just means we won't fall out because we're wedged. It's all
1: good. (laughs) It's all good.
0: Alrighty, what else we got here? Oh, uh, last topic of the day because it's getting on here. Um, Our shows are usually 52 minutes and it's been 52 minutes and two seconds. Oh, really? Yeah. We talk too much. Oh, I tell you. So we're going to end this on a... Possible good
1: note. We just don't know yet. We don't know but it yet. it sounds
0: positive. So I'm just going to go through this really quick. Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness. On December 17th, there was language that would have required a study of the impact of copper nickel mining in the Boundary Waters. And it was dropped from the Department of the Interior Environment and Related Agencies Appropriations Bill. It was dumped. Um... Uh, representative. Oh, I'm totally missing her name now. McCollum, McCollum. McCollum. Yep. Uh, just trying to figure what, remember what her first name was. That's bad. I don't think I have it in my notes
1: here. Congresswoman Betty Oh, McCollum. Betty, Betty McCollum. That's it. Yeah.
0: So she put this bill together saying you've, you've got to do this. It's a report for, uh, from national Academy of Sciences. On the impacts on ecosystem services to the Superior National Forest and the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness, resulting from the twin metals, sulfide ore, copper mine, located in the watershed of the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness. And it was removed from the final agreement by White House negotiation. There negotiators, you go, right? Uh, spokesperson for U.S. Uh, represent I guess his rep, Representative, mm-hmm. uh, Betty McCollum. Who authored the bill? Confirmed, yeah. They took it out. They yeah. would not pass if they took it out. Yeah. So everybody knows what's going down in uh, boundary waters. They've given these twin metal, twin metals company the right to go mining. It's a Chilean mining conglomerate. Yeah. Uh, they want to build this large underground copper nickel mine in the rainy water watershed. And she proposed this bill saying you got to have this in there. Well, they took out that wording. From the bill, so basically, yeah, it's not going to happen Mm -hmm. because Obama had put in the bill saying you got to do this big. You have to do a study. Study. You have to see what the damage is going to be. And then when Trump took over, he says,
1: "Yeah, we don't need we don't need those
0: studies," and yeah, so the company is expected to file file a formal mine proposal by the end of the year. And um, yeah, I mean, basically, uh, Betty McCollum had said that I'm disturbed the White House intervened in negotiations, and as a result, the agreement does not include the National Academy of Sciences Study to examine the harmful impacts of sulfur, sulfide, ore mining in the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness. That said, the Department of Agriculture and the Department of the Interior will still have to address the question of whether mining, especially copper sulfide or mining, is appropriate in national forest system lands in the Rainy River watershed. So that's where it stands after all of this that they took the wording out, yeah. so nothing is done. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: so then... The next, so that was December 17th. December 18th, release uh, she released another one saying, Today Twin Metals is a, a press conference thing, pre, sorry, press release, not a conference. Today, Twin Metals is releasing a mine plan to extract profits while poisoning Minnesota's most pristine waters. Only after the White House, a few days ago, intervened in final appropriations negotiations to strip out a directive for the National Academy of Sciences to study and inform the American people and Congress about the environmental impact of sulfide ore mining on the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness. Since taking office, the Trump administration has gone to extreme lengths, denying access to a scientific study, ignoring public input, and lying to Congress. Why? They did so in order to help a foreign mining company destroy our precious wilderness. So basically saying, yeah, and there's a whole thing about Trump wants nothing to do with science. He's denying all the science stuff and all that sort of stuff, right? December 21st, a few days later, um, sends a, okay, so between the the 18th and 21st, uh, Trump signed the bill saying that, hey, uh, here's all the money. We're not shutting down the government this year like they did last year, mm-hmm. right? So back at well, I guess, well, 2019 they shut down the government. Yeah. 2020 apparently the government's not going to shut down. So she sent a letters to Secretary Pompeo and Prime Minister Trudeau reaffirming commitment to uphold the 1909 Boundary Waters Treaty. There's actually a treaty. Okay. That states either con- either country cannot do anything to the waterways that's going to affect the health and whatnot of the other country. Oh. So if they're mining and polluting the waterways and it's coming up into Canada,
1: yeah. they're
0: violating that treaty. Yeah. Right. So she's saying, hey. So with she sends out another thing saying, with President Trump signing H.R. 1865, I'm not sure what H.R. stands for. Something resolution or his I don't, know. I don't know 1865 and HR 1158 into law. We avoided another government shutdown and funded our government sufficiently. The funding that is now signed into law advances House report language that accompanies HR 2740. H.R., house report. Oh yeah, House report. Ah, hmm. Alrighty. Uh, which passed by the House Representative June 19th, 2019. The language directs the State Department to report to Congress on the effects of sulfide ore mining. So apparently, uh, the language they removed from the original bill
1: yeah.
0: was also in the budget. Oh. Which they said they were going to remove, but it when they printed it all out, it was there. it wasn't removed. And huh. Trump signed it.
1: Ah, so they. So he accidentally left it in. Hmm. The people who cross the Ts and dots the Is didn't do the didn't cross, the cross the dotting. No <laughs> dot. Yeah, no crosses, no dots. So it is a minor, uh,
0: a minor victory. But yeah, she sent uh, Trudeau a message, uh, basically saying, as a Minnesotan, I consider your country and our Canadian neighbors to be vital partners in promoting environmental protection along our shared international border. One area I'm particularly concerned with is our shared water resources along the Minnesota, Ontario border between boundary waters and Quetico provincial park. And basically it goes on to say like, Hey, you might want to step up and yeah, have some say in this exactly. as well, because it's going to affect, which apparently he has. And yeah. So now this budget deal as of the December 23rd, <laughs> Uh, the measure is... This is late breaking news. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. This is like, this is like, dude, we're on the spot, man. We're like, (laughs) as it we're broadcasting from boundary waters this evening. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So this is going to happen now that they, they, they've signed it. They have to do, um, yeah. The white house also demanded the removal of the state department study from the final budget, but when the massive document was printed... The provision was still in there. His best guess, it was some kind of oversight. Trump signed the bill anyway, providing McCollum a budget victory.
1: But the study has to go, but they might have control over who does the study. And it's easy enough to pay somebody to uh, do a very shallow study, right? So they have to be careful about that. And, that, and that's where McCollum is going to have to step up and say, listen, you know, we're, we're going to be having some oversight over who does a study and how the study is produced and what the, you know what I mean? Like you have to be fair in when you do studies like that, but you don't always have control about with the wording and, and the results. Right.
0: Yeah. So, hey, you know what though? At least the study will get done. Yes. And it'll show what's yep. going to happen, right? hmm So, hey, take a victory where a victory, with everything we've been hearing about stuff being shut down and, like I say, this, Turner Road up in tomogamy, all that sort of environmentally unfriendly things. Yeah. Take it as a small little, uh, mm-hmm. a small little
1: victory. Well, that's as good. it were. Because it's, um, <coughs> pardon me, we have to control, we have to be observant of yeah I always think, I always think of Trump as a Biff Tanner from Back to the Future. It's like <laughs> remember when he was uh, old Biff. when he was mayor of the town he was driving it into the ground. I always think of that and it's like well it, it, we really have to watch and control what our governments do, right? Yep. And uh we can't allow the the roughshod and and loosey goosey ways that some illegitimate governments can run things and destroy our natural environments. I, I, I agree that businesses should be allowed to be successful, but not at the risk of, of future generations and the health and welfare of, of uh, communities and your future children and future generations, right? Yeah. You have to be careful because like, it's, it's not like, uh, we're saying, okay, well, we're going to be here for another hundred years and then we're all going to be gone. We have to plan for thousands of years. Yep. Right. Yep. So we can't just be all loosey-goosey with uh, what we do to the environment. And I'm not a tree hugger by any means, right? I, 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 but you know, be realistic. Businesses need to be need to do business, but we also need to protect the environment, right? Yep.
0: And this this is a pure conflict between the both. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is a massive business. Yeah. In the middle of a pristine environment that yeah, could kill it.
1: Exactly. And this is some. This, this is a source of fresh drinking water. It's not just tourism we're talking here. Yeah. This is drinking water. This is And this affects Indian- two countries. Yes. One mine
0: yeah. affects two countries. Exactly. You I mean, know, and I mean, yeah, it's on US soil, but and a but lot the of people, they don't care about that. Yeah.
1: But it'll carry over into, yeah. into Canada. Yeah.
0: And that's where, yeah. you know, it becomes our concern.
1: And we're, mining is not the cleanest of endeavors, no. right? So when you're talking like, copper mines and gold mines and stuff, there's a lot of bad chemicals and processes that to strip out the metals from the ore, right? So this is the problem. Like you, you always hear about these levees that break on these uh settling ponds at mines and you know the the you know there was what uh, three, four years ago there's a, a levee broke up in uh British Columbia. And yep. oh and yeah it just destroyed like entire river systems and fish for hundreds of miles died, right? So it's, this is not something that you need to just be cavalier about. This is something that you need to be serious. And that's what, that's why, you know, in Canada and the US, uh, the EPA down South, they do good work and they have to control and be in charge of what happens and how, what effluents are put out by corporations, companies and industry, right? Exactly. And so you can't really just say, Middle business do business and screw the planet, right? You can't. Well, do Well, that. unfortunately,
0: that's what happens, and yeah. look where we yeah. are today. Exactly. So you gotta be, you gotta pick and choose. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll take that and we'll just keep following along, and see yeah. what happens, and hopefully they do the study. And if it's uh, deemed not very good, then Canada so steps I, up and says, "Yeah, hey, ain't because." Happening.
1: And this is where I think they're gonna have to count on Canada to step up to the plate because. In the end, whatever the study says, I'm not sure how much of the wording of the study can change the end result because if the government doesn't follow their own rules, mm-hmm. then what's stopping them from saying, yeah, okay, yeah, this study says that this damage is going to be done, but we're going to let it happen anyways. And that's where you're going to have to, that's where Canada would have to step up. To the I don't planet. know if
0: there'd be a world court thing or. No, no, there's no, no. Where, where would Canada stand on that? If, if all the pollution, well, I mean, there's the treaty, the 1909 treaty.
1: Yes. So Canada go through the courts and determine that, uh, through, through courts and through judges and stuff like that would, that's the only avenue, Mm -hmm. either that or through, uh, you know, new treaties or, or whatever negotiations. Right. So, but if it only affected the U S they can do whatever they want. Right. Yeah. So. As long as it only affects them. Mm-hmm. but I have a feeling something like this won't. No,
0: no. So we'll just keep our eye on it and any new
1: developments, we shall yeah. let us know. And we'll try not to be too political in the future. Yeah, well, we try not <laughs> to. We're be. touching into, yeah. into uncomfortable ground here because we yeah. normally avoid like the plague talking about stuff like this, right?
0: Yeah, but this is different.
1: This is. Yes, yeah. this, this is waterways. This is waterways. This is, you know, the. the our uh, fun spot. Yeah. 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 Outdoors, man. Riparian. Backcountry environments, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Alrighty, on that note, you got anything else? I do not. You do
0: not. Well, have to say uh, Merry Christmas, Happy, happy birthday. New Year, Happy
1: Birthday,
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday. Yeah, Happy <laughs> New Year coming up. Uh, hope yep. everybody had a great Christmas at this point. Because, yep. like I say, this is the day after Christmas. You're listening to this. Yeah. So hopefully everybody had a great Christmas. Mm-hmm. Everybody got lots of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, expensive stuff outdoorsy stuff, paddling <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully New Year's is going to be just as good. We'll mm-hmm. talk to you after New Year's, hopefully. <laughs> you'll, listen, you'll probably won't listen to it on the, on the first, that's yeah. for sure. You'll yes, listen to it on the exactly. Uh, yeah. So uh, hope everybody's having a good holiday and, uh, we'll be back. Well, yeah, I guess that's the second's our next show.
1: Yes. If yeah. we're, if we're around. Yeah. I wonder um, who's going to listen to us on Boxing Day. Uh, not me. <laughs> you know why they
0: call it boxing day, right? I do not know. It's because that's when they take all the boxes from the gifts, yeah. cut them up and then they box each other to see who has to take them out to the garbage. <laughs> I thought you were going to be serious here for a sec. <laughs> Please. No, it's all about a big fight. There's a giant fight after Christmas fight and who has have... to take it all out to the garbage. Now we have to Google why it's called boxing day. <laughs> because that's when you get rid of all the boxes <laughs> from Christmas. Yeah, sure. Okay. I, actually, I think that's what that's, yeah. that's what I've been told. Take all the boxes <laughs> from Christmas and you put them out. <laughs> now you're Googling Boxing I Day. I am.
1: Keep going. <laughs>
0: so while Derek's Googling Boxing Day, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Listen to our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. And if you are on PaddlingAdventuresRadio.com, you can click the episode tab and listen to or download every single one of our episodes from there. Derek, what did you find out about Boxing Day?
1: <laughs> the name comes from a time when the rich used to box up gifts to give to the poor. Boxing Day was traditionally a day for servants, and the day when they received a special Christmas box from their masters. The servants would go home on Boxing Day to give Christmas boxes to their families. Really? Really? Yeah. So is all the crap the rich people didn't want. <laughs> Stick in a
0: box, give it to the servants. <laughs> See? Exactly. All right.
1: Way to go, rich people. <laughs> it originated in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. Yes. Yeah. Because we
0: don't have like servants over here. No. 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 <laughs> the only <laughs> servants they call are mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm
1: Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.